This is Zach Brennan, editor of InPharmaTechnologist.com, reporting from Informex in Anaheim, California. The International Pharmaceutical Excipients Council recently updated its guide for certificates of analysis after the organization found the initial guide was outdated and documents were easily falsified. I sat down with John Giannone, incoming IPEC Americas chairman, and Erwin Silverstein, COO and Vice President of the International Pharmaceutical Excipients Auditing Organization. Silverstein explained the lack of clarity about Gipian testing. It's not clear in the USP that you're not allowed to do skip lot testing. As far as I know, that there's no provision in the USP. Now, the FDA's opinion came back to, uh, in 2000 through their attorneys. The GMP regulations require somebody has to run every test it doesn't mean that the excipient manufacturer, or the API manufacturer for that matter, has to run every test, but it's got to be clear that if the supplier didn't run it, then it has to be run by the customer. But you have to be able to stand behind conformance to the monograph requirements in the USP. If you can do that without testing, then the USP would take no issue with that. Despite the lack of clarity, IPEC and IPEA seem more concerned that pharmaceutical companies can ensure their excipient suppliers have up-to-date COAs that are legitimate. We want the pharmaceutical companies on an annual basis to go back just as they do at verification and confirm with the supplier that this is the document and it's unaltered that they provided for that lot. And if you can do that on an annual basis, you should be able to rest assured that in the intervening year, of receipts that those COAs are all authentic, just like you do with verification. But some of the tests excipient manufacturers are required to conduct currently are redundant and unnecessary. The tests are, don't provide any value. They're, they're not protecting the patient. There's uh, almost zero likelihood of a company failing the test, and so they agreed that under certain circumstances it would be appropriate not to run the test on the finished excipient from the package. And so we wanted to incorporate that concept into the guide. The COAs currently being issued can also be difficult to verify by the pharmaceutical companies that are including these excipients in their finished products. In terms of verifying the signature, what are the pharmaceutical firms going to do? Are they going to have cards with authentic signatures and they're going to refer to for each and every COA, it's not practical. And even then you need a handwriting expert to confirm that what's on the paper is actually what's on the card. But what's worse is that there aren't any government regulations directly related to the good manufacturing practices or certification of excipients. There's no requirement, no capability in the U.S. government to produce such a document. And no intent to do so and, either. Yeah. It's not infidasia. Audits and certifications are going to happen, they have to happen, if every site's going to receive an audit by an independent third party or a regulatory body like FDA. And FDA doesn't have the resources or the knowledge to go in and audit these plans. And what's even more perplexing is that no one is tracking the import or export of pharmaceutical excipients because they're regulated as chemicals. There's almost none made strictly for the pharmaceutical market. So the FDA has no idea, neither does the U.S. government, and there's no way of figuring it out. Because when I bring povidone into the U.S., I bring it in as PVP. Right. Because that's its chemical name. 
Sure. And it goes into other industries. So how do I know how much of it is being brought in as a pharmaceutical? But the gap in the regulations is where IPEC and IPEA are trying to step in. It's one of the reasons why we're out there is to try and develop guidelines and procedures and, and recommendations that help to provide better clarity okay. and to, to help reduce the amount of worry that people should have about things like contamination. If you take a pharmaceutical, a generic, and it doesn't have the therapeutic effect, how do you know? There's a lot of uncertainty out there. We want to make it more certain and more assured that when the ingredients are used in pharmaceuticals, they meet the requirements not only of the monograph, but they're produced under G. And there are some improvements coming. Recently passed FDA legislation known as Fidesia will require pharma companies to list the sources of all of their ingredients. My understanding with Fidesia is that the pharmaceutical firms who bring in uh, generic drugs or finished pharmaceuticals, even branded, are going to have to list the source of each of their ingredients as part of the requirements for bringing it in. So no longer will you bring in, you know, the generic Lipitor right. as an item. It'll be the generic Lipitor with the source for the API and all the excipients used to make it, which gives the, the FDA the opportunity to identify the source and to audit them if they choose to do so. Hopefully those changes will come soon. Last spring, Chinese authorities seized 77 million gelatin capsules that were contaminated with chromium. This recent scare, which resulted in the imprisonment of seven heads of companies producing the capsules, might also have ramifications for U.S. and European excipient manufacturers. Yeah, there, there does seem to be in the industry this, this general feeling that U.S. manufacturers and European manufacturers tend to uh, be at a higher level of quality or or assurance and, and so there should be this drive to to look only at those sources but we're less concerned about that. For now the safety of the world's excipient supply will rely on pharma companies and third-party audits like those conducted by IPEA. We believe it can give the same level of assurance as having the FDA come out and that's the message we want to convey to them and any organization that the FDA would rely on to do the third-party audit should be subject to at least voluntary inspection by FDA to see if they're comfortable with them.